Good morning, Maranatha. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. It is time for our Sunday morning sermon right here on our website. Uh, we, we, we don't have any, any, any entertainment to offer you today, but we do have information to give you from the Word of God and a challenge from the scriptures. You know, the Bible said that heaven and earth will pass away as firm and secure as it may seem. And although it's not as firm and secure as we used to believe that it is. We see changes coming. We see the shaking is beginning. We are shaken. Many are shaken in the fact that the earth will not remain as it is and the heavens will not remain as they are. There is a day coming and we can see the beginning of the end, the beginning of of the end of all things as we know it. But one thing is for sure, we are in a kingdom as Christians which cannot be moved. Praise God. I'm glad to be a Christian this morning. How about you? I want to bring you a message from the Word of God. Heaven and earth will pass away as we know it. There will be a new heaven and a new earth coming. But right now, right now, we need to understand, comprehend, and apprehend what God has called us to do in these last days, these ever-darkening times that we're living in. We're going to bring you a message today on walking in light in a sin-darkened world. Walking in light in a sin-darkened world. Ultimately, it's a black and white issue. There's no gray area. Right now, you and I are either on our way to heaven or we're on our way to hell. Children of darkness or we are children of light. And as children of light, we're to walk in the light as he is in the light. According to the scriptures, let me read from Ephesians 5, 1 and 2 in verse 8. Listen to this. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. Literally, followers here means imitators of God, following His example. How can, how can we see that? How can we live godly and pleasing to God? Jesus said it very clearly. When you've seen me, you've seen the Father. For the words that I speak are not mine. What I hear my Father say, the works that I do are not mine, but what I see my Father do. And he also became an example of how to follow God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen to verse 8. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. Dear friend, today, walking in the light is about how we live out our faith. Walking in love, even as Christ. That's what it says in Ephesians 5, 2. Be ye followers of God as dear children, and walk in love, even as Christ also has loved us. In Philippians 2, 5 through 11, these words are written, Let this mind be in you, 
which was also in Jesus Christ. If you're going to be a follower of God, this mindset needs to be in us just like it was in Jesus who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made of himself no reputation, took on himself the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God hath highly exalted him, given him a name which is above every name that is named of things in heaven, things in earth and beneath the earth, that at the sound of his name every knee should bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord. Hallelujah to the glory of God the Father. As sure as humble obedience marks the children of God, pride and stubborn disobedience marks the children of the devil. There's no middle ground, you know, being being a, a so-called nominal Christian. Nominal Christian? Be, being a worldly Christian? Being a carnal Christian? Vance Havner who did, never known to mince words, said it best. If you're going to talk about a, a, a worldly Christian, you might have well to talk about a heavenly devil. It's just that, that completely out of place in the Christian life. You're a child of light or you're a child of darkness. You're walking in stubborn rebellion or you're seeking to walk and live an obedient life because you want the mind of Jesus to humble ourselves, take up our cross, if it, and it involves denying ourselves in order to follow him. If any man would be my disciple, follow my example, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. It starts with humble obedience, and it marks us as children of God. This is not works to obtain salvation. These are works that confirm salvation. Listen to Ephesians chapter 2, the difference between those children of darkness, which we were, but now we are light in the Lord, and we're to flesh that out, to live that out. Ephesians chapter 2, 1 through 5. And you hath he quickened, which means made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in times past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh, now worketh in the children of disobedience among whom also we all had our conversation, not just our words here, our behavior, in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, where he hath loved us. Somebody say man out there in this listening audience today, aren't you glad that God interrupted your descent toward hell? <laughs> so you could turn around. God allows for root U turn, someone said. It's called repentance. 
Praise God. When you get off that Broadway that leads to eternal destruction, and you get on the, they call it the straight and narrow because you get, you enter in at the straight gate and, and you walk the narrow path. Hallelujah. Amen. That leads to eternal life because God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened, given life to us together with Christ by grace you are saved. Listen, Philip's translation, I like this, to you who were spiritually dead all the time. You drifted along with the stream of this world and obeyed its unseen ruler. I want to to expose the unseen ruler of this world. If you think you're serving God and walking according to the course of this world, instead of walking in the light, John 8, 34, the words of Christ, you are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father, you will do. The Amplified said the spirit that still constantly works in the sons of disobedience. One practical paraphrase says, whose whole lives consist of disobeying God. Listen, 1 John 3, 8 says, he that committeth sin is of the devil. This word committeth means live habitually in. You see, it is a black and white issue. You see, there is no gray. You see, there is no middle ground. Jesus put it this way. You can't serve two masters. You, It's impossible for you to serve two masters. For you will love one and hate the other, or hate one and love the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Mammon is not just money. It's what money does for our old fallen nature. It produces and feeds the pride, the arrogance, the the haughtiness, the rebelliousness, the disobedience that we will not humble ourselves. The first 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 issue of really being obedient to God is humbling ourselves. Jesus, though he thought it rob not robbery to be called equal with God, God incarnate, God in flesh. He humbled himself and took on himself the form of a servant and was obedient even unto the death of the cross. The Amplified said, the one who practices sin, separating himself from God and offending him by acts of disobedience, indifference or rebellion is of the devil and takes his inner character and moral values from him and not God. Friend, we were by nature the children of wrath, God's justifiable anger. But now we have a new nature as children of God. Hallelujah. Colossians 3, 5 through 10. Listen, mortify your members which are upon the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. That big word that I just had a little problem with, concupiscence, simply means lust. Lust. 
for, uh, now listen, it's not just sexual, it's for money, it's for fortune, it's for fame, it's for power. It's what the flesh lusts after and goes after. Listen, verse 6 says, For which sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, in which you also walked sometime. When you lived in them, but now ye also put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not to one another, seeing that you put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in the knowledge after the image of him that created him. Hallelujah. You, We have put off the old, we've put on the new. For if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away, and all things are become new. I like this translation. It said, You have clothed yourself with the new nature, which is being renewed in full knowledge, consistent with the image of the one who created it, literally becoming like the one who made you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 3.18 But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass, literally a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. We are transfigured, transformed progressively more and more like His character. The Greek word is metamorpho. We get metamorphosis from it. I didn't do real good in biology. I didn't do real good in much of anything because I did not apply myself. But I'm going to tell you something. I did remember this. I remembered metamorphosis. And it's when a caterpillar is changed into a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> Hallelujah. Transfigured into his very own image, according to the Amplified in ever-increasing splendor from glory to glory. Hallelujah. This is the predestined purpose of God for all His true children. If you want to know God's purpose for your life, it starts right here. Romans 8, 28, and 29. You're going to, you're going to immediately recognize Romans 28. It's the knot <laughs> at the end of the rope, many call it. That means when you get to the end of the rope, tie a knot and hang on. Well, this is the knot at the end of the rope, but we miss the next verse many times. Listen to verse 28, 29 of Romans 8 carefully. And we know, we don't speculate, we don't doubt. It didn't say all things work together for good. It said, for we know you need to have this Christianized in your heart and in your mind. We know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. And the next verse is going to tell you what His purpose is for every child of God, for whom He did foreknow. He did also predestinate to be conformed to the image of of his son, 
that he might be the firstborn among many brethren, many brothers and sisters. The Amplified said, molded to the image of his son. Remember in the book of Romans, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, <laughs> Amen. that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord, and be no more conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you might prove or exemplify what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of God. Here it is. He wants you to be conformed to the image of his Son, not be conformed to the image of the fallen angel, the devil and his cohorts. The, this hierarchy of demonic powers that influences all the children of darkness, the children of disobedience. And this, the ministry gifts are all supposed to be leading us to become more and more, exponentially more, like Jesus Christ. Listen to Ephesians 4, 11 through 13. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers, pastor and teacher as one. You can't be a good teacher uh, unless you begin to bring forth this kind of teaching that will produce this kind of results. Listen, for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying or building up of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and to the knowledge of the Son of God and to a perfect man and to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Hallelujah. Filled with the knowledge of the Son of God until we stand mature in his teachings and fully formed in his likeness. Listen, many Christians today are more interested in self-exaltation, self-reliance, self-seeking, and to become wealthy and famous <laughs> as the leader they've chosen to follow than to seek to be more like Jesus. That we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro and carried away with every form and every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness wherein they, wherein they lay in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. I want to read this while we have time from the paraphrase that we will be no more children tossed around here and there upon the ocean waves, picked up by every gust of religious teaching, spoken by liars, swindlers, and deceivers. Pretty plain, isn't it? Instead, by truth spoken in love, we are to grow in every way into Him, Jesus, who is the head. Praise God. Oh, dear friend of mine, God wants you and me to be like his son. And it begins with humbling ourselves. Let this mind be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Let this mind be in you. That brings the transformation. 
that brings the transformation so that we can walk out our faith by denying ourselves, taking up our cross, and following Him. Let this mind be in you. Walking in love is walking in light. Walking in love for God. This is the love of God that we keep His commandments. It marks us as the children of God instead of the children of darkness. Disobedience marks them. I'm not talking about sinless perfection. I'm talking about a heart to hear and heed and obey. Praise God. Listen, if you've got a heart to obey, if you've got a heart to obey and God sees that, He will help you with grace and mercy, strength, wisdom, counsel, power. He will help you with the weakness of your flesh. But if you have a heart, a sin-darkened heart, don't claim to be a child of the light. Something has to change. Something has to identify us with Him. And it is nothing less than a willing obedience instead of a stubborn rebellion. Oh, friend of mine, as true children of God, we should be living with an alertness and a holy anticipation of the soon coming of our Savior and of the nearness of the great tribulation. Because we know the time is short, we should gather together even more to strongly encourage one another and to make sure I want to be challenged. I want to know that I know that I know. You can't shake my faith by challenging me. Are you a true child of God? Are you seeking to follow Him? Can you, are, are you sinning without conviction? Are you living? Are you committing sin every day and, and with no repentance, no confession, seeking no forgiveness, not wanting God's help to change? If that is occurring, according to the scripture, you're still a child of the darkness because children of the light walk in light, even as he is in the light. And the Bible said, because we're children of light and not the children of darkness, that day that's going to come upon the world as a snare, as a trap, that day will not come upon you as a thief. We're expecting Jesus to return. We know the tribulation is coming. And we are safe in the fold. We are safe, hidden in Christ, in God. And we do not have to fear the wrath to come. We do not have to fear the great white throne judgment where people are consigned into hell with the false prophet and the Antichrist. Listen, we are the children of light, and we need to live that out. In a sin-darkened world, we must not go with the flow. We cannot, and we will not, if we are really the children of light. The Scripture says something again. There's no gray area. There's no middle ground. It's very, very clear in Scripture. Listen, carefully to what the Bible says about this. The Bible said of some in Titus 1 and verse 16, they profess that they know him, but in works they deny him. 
This is not legalism. It is not salvation by works. It is works that confirm that salvation has occurred. Amen. Being unto every good work, disobedient and reprobate. Listen, children of the darkness, keep living in the darkness. But children of the light are walking in that light. We're walking in the light. We're following Jesus Christ's example. His mind is in us. We humble ourselves in order that we might seek to obey Him. As dear children, we walk in love. (laughs) Hallelujah. Even as He walked. Love for God and love for one another. And it marks us as the children of light and not the children of darkness, that that day would come upon us as a thief. The Bible said, For as a snare it shall come upon all the inhabitants of the earth. There's no escaping the wrath to come except through Jesus Christ, by coming to Him, repenting of our sin, receiving Him as our Lord and Savior, being reconciled unto God and becoming the children of God, the children of light. God is light, and in Him there's no darkness at all. Hallelujah. Friend of mine, if we're walking in the light, as He is in the light, the blood of Jesus that cleansed, that was shed for us has a consistent cleansing effect within us. Praise God. And it cleanses us from iniquity. It reminds us that we have been bought with a price and we are no longer our own. And that's just exactly the kind of situation that those sheep following the shepherd want to be in because they know I am cared for. I am cared for and protected and provided for by the good shepherd and the great shepherd of the sheep. I'm glad to be a sheep in his fold, a follower of Jesus Christ, a disciple of Jesus, and a follower of God. Hallelujah. How about you today? If you don't know Christ as your Savior, you are on a road that is going to lead you to where you're going to spend eternity. And God wants you to spend it in heaven with Him. Not with the devil and his fallen angels. Not with the Antichrist, the false prophet and the wicked. God wants you to become His child. God wants you to become part of His royal family. He wants to baptize you by the Holy Spirit into the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not just joining a church like joining some organization, but being placed in a spiritual organism, (laughs) not an organization, spiritually placed in the body of Christ that He might accept you in the Beloved as the Beloved is accepted. Oh, friend, Don't go deeper into the darkness today. Don't live and die as a child of darkness. Come to Christ. 
Repent of your sin and receive Him as your Savior. He will welcome you with open arms and God will welcome you as well. And you can begin every prayer that you pray acknowledging your paternal relationship to God, our Father, which art in heaven. Our Father, which art in heaven. Children of light, follow the God who is light and have no more fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. Come out from among them and be ye separate. This is sanctification, hallelujah, leading to glorification. If we suffer with him here for our faith, we will reign with him forever and ever, age without end. Christian, it's time to walk in love and walk in light for our Savior, our Sovereign, and our King is coming very, very soon. Thank you.